This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 422, Four Toxic Behaviors That Tear Couples Apart, by Angel Chernoff of MarkandAngel.com. Howdy, and welcome back to my show. I'm your host, Joss Marie, bringing you some of the best relationship content we can find from Monday to Friday. And it's just like an audiobook, so you can just sit back and listen. And today, I'm narrating a post by Angel Chernoff in which she shares the four basic behavioral issues that most failing or failed relationships suffer from. So if you'd like to hear more posts like this, hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss any. But with that, let's jump right into Angel's post and start optimizing your life. Four Toxic Behaviors That Tear Couples Apart by Angel Chernoff of MarkandAngel.com The best relationships are the best, not because they have always been the happiest, but because they have stayed strong through the mightiest of storms. Over the years, through our coaching practice and premium course, Mark and I have worked with thousands of individuals and couples looking to fix their failing relationships, and we've learned a lot about what it takes to make this happen. Whether you're working to fix your marriage, a dating relationship, or a friendship, there are lots of little things you can do to keep your relationship on track. And since we've recently covered many of these healthy relationship strategies, today I want to take a quick look at the flip side, the most common toxic behaviors that tear relationships apart. To start, I can honestly say that Mark and I can listen to a couple talk for 30 minutes and determine with close to 90% accuracy whether their relationship will last in the long run without major changes being made. The reason we can do this is simple. Most failing or failed relationships suffer from the same four basic behavioral issues. Number one, condemnation of a person's character. Complaints are fine. Disagreements are fine too. These are natural focused reactions to a person's decisions or behavior. But when complaints and disagreements snowball into global attacks on the person and not on their decisions or behavior, this spells trouble. For example, They didn't call me when they said they would because they forgot, but because they're a horrible, wretched human being. Number two, hateful gestures. Frequent name-calling, threats, eye-rolling, belittling, mockery, hostile teasing, and so on. In whatever form, gestures like these are poisonous to a relationship because they convey hate. And it's virtually impossible to resolve a relationship problem when the other person is constantly getting the message that you hate them. Number three, denying responsibility. When you deny responsibility in every relationship dispute, all you're really doing is blaming your partner. You're saying, in effect, the problem is never me, it's always you. This denial of responsibility just escalates the argument because there's a complete breakdown of communication. Read Emotional Blackmail. And number four, the silent treatment. Tuning out, ignoring, disengaging, refusing to acknowledge, and so on. All variations of the silent treatment don't just remove the other person from the argument you're having with them. It ends up removing them emotionally from the relationship you have with them. The key thing to remember is differences of opinion, even major ones, don't destroy relationships. It's how a couple deals with their inevitable differences that counts. Couples waste years trying to change each other's mind, but this can't always be done because many of their disagreements are rooted in fundamental differences of opinion, personality, or values. 
By fighting over these deep-seated differences, all they succeed in doing is wasting their time and running their relationship into the ground. So how do people in healthy relationships deal with issues that can't be resolved? They accept one another as is. These couples understand that problems are an inevitable part of any long-term relationship. In the same way, chronic physical difficulties are inevitable as we grow older and wiser. These problems are like a weak knee or a bad back. We may not want these problems, but we're able to cope with them, to avoid situations that irritate them, and to develop strategies that help us deal with them. Psychologist Dan Weil said it best in his book, After the Honeymoon. Quote, When choosing a long-term partner, you will inevitably be choosing a particular set of unsolvable problems that you'll be grappling with for the next 10, 20, or 50 years. End quote. Again, Mark and I have written a lot about this already, but I want to give you a slightly different perspective by eliminating the details and narrowing it down to four key fundamentals. Number one, truly knowing each other is vital. Healthy couples are intimately familiar with each other's evolving stories. These couples make plenty of emotional room for their relationship, which means they sincerely listen to each other, they remember the major events each other have been through, and they keep up to date as the facts and feelings of their partner's reality changes. The key thing to remember is that nothing you can give is more appreciated than your sincere focused attention, your full presence. Being with your partner, listening without a clock and without anticipation of the next event, is the ultimate compliment. It is indeed the most valued gesture you can make to them, and it arms you with the information you need to truly know them and support them in the long run. Number two, relationship issues must be worked out with each other, not others. This may seem obvious, but these days it's worth mentioning. Never post negatively about a loved one on social media. 14-year-old school kids post negatively about their boyfriends, girlfriends, and friends on social media. It's a catty way to get attention and vent when the emotionally healthy response is to talk your grievances over with them directly when the time is right. Don't fall into the trap of getting others on your side because healthy relationships only have one side. Furthermore, relationships don't always make sense, especially from the outside. So don't let outsiders run your relationship for you. If you're having a relationship issue with your partner, work it out with them and no one else. Mark and I discuss this in detail in the relationships chapter of 1,000 Little Things Happy Successful People Do Differently. Number three, using positive language in arguments saves lots of grief. Relationships flourish when both people are able to share their innermost feelings and thoughts in a positive way. One effective method of doing this during an argument is to do your best to avoid using the word you and try to use the word I instead. This makes it much easier to express feelings and much harder to inadvertently attack the other person. So instead of saying, you're wrong, try saying, I don't understand. Instead of telling them, you always, try saying, I often feel. It's a subtle shift that can make a big difference. And number four, a mutual willingness to make sacrifices must be present. Intimate bonds are tied with true love, and true love involves attention, awareness, discipline, effort, and being able to care about someone and sacrifice for them continuously in countless, petty, little, unsexy ways every day. 
You put your arms around them and love them regardless, even when they're not very lovable. And of course, they do the same for you. If you want to know what a healthy relationship is, it's the one where two people wake up every morning and say, this is worth it. You all are worth it. I am happy you are in my life. It's about knowing that some days you will have to do things you dislike to make the one you love smile and feeling perfectly delighted to do so. Afterthoughts. The best relationships are not just about the good times you share. They're also about the obstacles you go through together and the fact that you still say I love you in the end. And loving someone isn't just about saying it every day. It's showing it every day through your actions and behaviors. You just listened to the post titled, Four Toxic Behaviors That Tear Couples Apart by Angel Chernoff of MarkandAngel.com. Talk about a powerful bottom line where true acceptance of each other is vital to every single couple. I love how Angel shares the four common toxic behaviors and shows a different perspective in the second half of her post. If you've ever felt hateful gestures or experienced silent treatment, then you know just how hurtful it is and how much it can negatively impact your relationship. True love lasts well beyond the honeymoon stage, and successful couples have a strategy for dealing with their differences in opinion. So thank you so much to Angel once again for sharing her constructive tips on how to make a relationship flourish. It's deeply appreciated. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for joining me here. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll see you again tomorrow with a post from Purpose Driven Mom, Kara Harvey, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.